It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. The, the, the winds of change are blowing through Raider Nation and Silver and Black Today keeps you up to date with the latest news and views about your Las Vegas Raiders. Touchdown Las Vegas! With insight, opinions, and interviews. We're on the cutting edge of what's happening now. Now, now with the latest on your Raiders and the NFL. Your host, Scott Goldbranson and Mo Moten. All right, welcome back, Raider Nation. It is time for the Silver and Black Today post-game show. Week two, the Raiders. Uh, what else do you say? 38-10 losers to the Buffalo Bills. A tough one, I know, for everybody out there to swallow. Uh, not a lot of fun. It started off so well, but we are going to go through it. Myself and Murph from Raiders Fan Radio who will join us just in a moment. Do us a favor. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your audio. So make sure you subscribe. Just look for Silver and Black today. Subscribe, hit the auto-download button as well. If you're watching us here on YouTube or Twitch, wherever you may be, hit the subscription button. That way, every time we go live after a game or we have a video during the week, you can do that. A note, today as well, we're going to be doing some giveaways. Yes, we want to make you feel better after that loss. So we're going to be uh, giving away some DC4L custom tees. You guys are familiar with them. They, they did our Midtown Mo shirts and also the Irish Candidate and O'Connell shirts for charity for the One Nation Foundation. Well, today we're going to give away four shirts. Okay, four shirts. And then we also have another cool thing. I got to reach down here and get this one from the folks at uh, Fisher Price, by the way, for those of you with kids. And you can see it on if you're watching us. It is the uh, Little People set of Raiders, the Just Win Baby Little People set. We're going to give that away too. Now, how do you win? Well, we're going to do that in a minute. We're going to do them individually. And we, what we'd like you to do is if you are watching us on YouTube um, or if you're watching us somewhere else, go to the YouTube channel, the Silver and Black Today YouTube channel, and Super Chat. Just give us, if you do a minimum $5 Super Chat, which is a donation, it's going right to the One Nation Foundation. We're not keeping it. Murph will tell you about the One Nation Foundation in a minute. But if you do that, you're going to be entered into that. So, so go ahead and do that. I'll be noting down everybody who does Super Chat today to give those away uh, as well. So please do that. So thank you to Dan over at DC4L Custom Tees. He's going to let you choose any T-shirt you want, any T-shirt you want from their selection uh, and he will send that to you. So we're going to do that now. I say we because I bring in my good friend, and that is Murph from Raiders Fan Radio. And uh, we're going to get his instant reaction. I already know part of it. But obviously, the, the Raiders, after a great win on the road in Denver, go all the way across country. In fact, they stay there all week in West Virginia to prepare for the Buffalo Bills. And as I saw a lot of people tweeting... An angry Bills team after how they lost to the Jets, after the Jets' Rodgers injury, excuse me, all that jazz, okay? So they go to Buffalo, and the game starts really well, and then from there it's downhill. Murph, I want to give you the first uh, instant reaction here, too, because I think people are overreacting in some ways, and I'll get to the why before you start judging me on saying that. But give me sort of that voice of the fan here uh, as you (laughs) you watch that game unfold. 
Uh, wow. Well, I switched over to watching the paint dry on the walls there in the second <laughs> half because that was way more riveting than watching that football game. Um, you know, it's um, this was. Uh, you know, I don't think any of us, even the, the those of us that were optimistic about this Raiders season, expected the Raiders to go into Buffalo uh, and, and pull the win off. Buffalo is is, is too good of a team. Uh, the Raiders don't have the talent and the horsepower to, to keep up with a team like that. Uh, we know what the Raiders' record is on the East Coast. Yes, I know that we've had a, a little bit of success uh, on the East Coast uh, in, in recent years, but for the most part, and I know the history doesn't always inform the present, but, you know, it's just tough for us. We just don't do well against these teams that play uh, in the East Coast. So, um, you know, when it, when the game started off and, and Jimmy G comes out of the gate firing, um, we looked pretty good, and I was, I was pretty encouraged, obviously, until the tip passed, and then it was just like literally from that tipped interception – was downhill uh, for the rest of the way out. So, I mean, as a as a fan, I'm not. I'm always disappointed when the Raiders lose, and I don't think it was a very exciting football game. There wasn't a lot that went on, um, and I know we're going to get into details of it. But my initial reaction to it is that, well, I always want us to win. So, but <laughs> did I expect? I'm trying to go into this season a little more objective. I really am trying, and I didn't expect the Raiders to come out with with, with a W here, despite how we looked against uh, Denver, knowing that Buffalo was embarrassed on, on on Monday Night Football. We just kind of expected to see, you know, we we're going to get their best punch, and boy, did we! And and uh, so yeah, so the Raiders lose, but the end of the day, I mean, I'm watching it now. I'm trying to keep up here. The Titans are getting ready to kick a field goal. Um, if they didn't just do it, I might have missed it while I was there, while I was talking. Yep, they sure did. Titans win final in overtime. Ah. 27-24. So now the Chargers are 0-2. I believe Kansas City hung on to beat the Chargers. We'll see what happens with the Broncos, but here we are at the, as the Raiders sitting at 1-1 with a division win. So we're still going to be in first place. Yeah, I know, and and I, and I get – I'm rambling now, but I'll, I'll say this real quick. Real quick. <laughs> I get the overreaction and I haven't even been on social media because I got family over today. My uncle Mosh is here. We're hanging out, watching the nice. game and eating pizza and drinking beer and have a good time. Um, so I haven't even seen the X today, but I can assume I got in my, I already know what's going on in there. Um, and I'll say this, that like, what were your expectations on the year? With the, you fan that is overreacting about, I don't know, probably Hunter Renfro, probably Michael Mayer, probably Decorian <laughs> Bennett. I mean, there's, there's a handful of things I suspect that people are freaking out about. Um, but like, what did you, what did you really expect on this one? Now, next week, home opener against Pittsburgh. If we lose 38 to 10, I'm with you. Then I'm overreacting on that one. But on this one, Scott, I think we got to keep this one metered a little bit. Yeah, I agree with that. By the way, got to give a shout out to Bill Montoya on YouTube $5 super chat. So he gets one of the free custom, uh, custom t-shirts. So, Bill, make sure you do me a favor and email me at mail at silverandblacktoday.com your contact info so I can pass it on to Dan over at DC Fire Custom Tees. Okay. But let's get to your point because you, during the game, you know, I, I don't I don't post as much as I used to during the game because you're right. You get the you get the emotional stuff back. But I was posting because I, I did think the first Garoppolo, I know a lot of people disagree with me, and that's cool. The first Garoppolo pass was tipped. Yes, it was tipped. I understand that. That was intercepted. Uh, but I just thought he could have eaten it there and just, you know, lived to, to, to go another day. It kind of switched the momentum and they never came back from that one. But, but overall, Ja'Cory and Ben didn't play well. But again, 
There were some problems there with Trayvon Morgan in defensive backfield. But we're going to start with the defense because I think you have to, right? The defense just couldn't get it done. I thought the game would be much closer. I will be in. Maybe I was buying. Maybe I was drinking the Kool-Aid, which is not something I usually do or I'm accused of on this show, Murph. But I will tell you, I really thought that they would come in there and have a better game. Now, they did not. The defensive line could not pressure Josh Allen, could not disrupt him at all. And that put pressure on your young cornerbacks. Now, I was commenting on those young quarterback cornerbacks not playing well or the young safety not playing well. But in reality, a lot of people out there saying how they're terrible and the coaching's terrible. It's like, look, if you don't get pressure up front, you put all the pressure on the back end, okay? So with the defense, it, it, it's, a, it, it's a chain reaction. When you can't get pass rush, then you cannot... You cannot, you leave your guys on an island, and that's what happened. Yes, Ja'Cory Bennett's a rookie. He's a fourth rounder. He's going to take the third rounder. He's going to take some time to develop. Okay. So, in a game like this where you're playing, let's face it, folks, just say, just, just say it a superior team to the Raiders, you have very little margin for error. And, and the thing is, Murph, we saw, and I was there, So, and I'm guilty. Some of the people were coming at me on X uh, during the game, and they're right. We're, oh, we heard all these people talk about how the defensive front was better in the preseason and it was better this year, and it was. But guess what? You get into the regular season when you're playing for the real stuff, and it just hasn't, it hasn't gone. We haven't seen enough pressure up the middle from anyone Anyone, Murph. And when that happens against a team like the Bills with a quarterback like Josh Allen, you're not going to win very many. No, and let's let's face it, Raider Nation. Like Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs, you're talking about two of the like one of the most elite, you know, wide receiver quarterback combinations that there is in the league. It's not like it's not like we went out and did this against some scrubs today. You know, if if this game were against the Falcons or something, then I could see it. Then I would be like, oh my goodness, we got we got issues. But like, did we really think that the Raiders were going to compete for an AFC championship game this year? And again, I'm trying to go into this year objective. When we did our schedule prediction, I had them at nine and eight. And I and this was one of the games that I had them losing. And I think that that's a very fair assumption. We're talking about a six win football team that could probably improve a few games on its on its win uh, total sheet. We're going to win the games that we should win. We're, you know, we should have beat the Broncos and we did. We should be able to beat Pittsburgh. We should, you know what I mean? Like those are the, the games. Should we sweep Kansas City? Yeah, probably not. Should we, you know, <laughs> beat Buffalo? Yeah, probably not. Like you start looking at the games that like that, you know, that, that the Raiders should and likely won't win. Like it's, it's, that's kind of what we should expect this year. So I, yeah. are we going to be competitive against mid? There's a term for the kids the, um, against mid teams. Yes. Should we beat teams that are that are of lesser talent? Yes. And then the elite teams, I'm sorry, guys, we're not there yet. We don't have the horsepower yet to hang with Buffalo, Cincinnati, you know, Kansas City, unfortunately, you know, maybe only because they're division. So we got a little bit more competitiveness there. But and I know the Bengals are well, I think they're owing two now, right? I think they lost yeah. today, the Ravens. Yeah. But like, so maybe even count the Ravens and like when you look at the elite teams in the AFC, and I know all these teams are on our schedule. I'm just trying to draw comparison to the elite teams in the AFC. I don't think we're there yet. And I don't think anybody coming out of this offseason thought we were going to be there yet. And it, and to continue picking on the defense, like you said, we have a lot of young players in there. And I thought guys like Marcus Epps today showed up and did. And had a, did. I don't want to say anybody had a good game, or, but like you could see that he has playmaking ability and was an effective free agent acquisition for the Raiders. I thought that, that he looked pretty good. Marcus Peters had a pretty good day for the most part. Yep. It's like the guys, uh, I can't always call him Mickey Spillane. 
Bob Spillane had a <laughs> day for the most part. If he gets his hands on you, you're you're, you're going down, right? Hey, like you seem yes. to be a, a solid tackler at, at at a minimum. But is it enough? Divine Diablo, decent day. Max Crosby was getting doubled, if not tripled, all day long. There was a few plays, and I'll save it to the to the tape people out there because I'm not that guy, and I don't want to go back and watch this game again, anyways. But like, there was times in there where I think Max was getting chipped and then double teamed. It's like. Yeah. The Bills said, all right, we're taking 98 out of the game. You beat us with three or four other guys. And, and the Raiders. And Murph, and Murph, that was brilliant by them because no one has shown anything else. If I am the Bills, yes. that's exactly yes. what I'm doing. I'm gonna do, and oh, by the way, on fourth down, I'm going for it every time because you guys can't stop anybody. I mean, who can blame them? Absolutely. That up the middle, that I mean, I don't know why teams don't run the quarterback sneak more often, anyways. But when you got a big old gnarly quarterback like Josh Allen and you have a weak mid defensive front like the like the Raiders did, the middle of the line, then I'm with you. Like I would I would yeah. be sneaking it every time too. Like so I mean, look, we got punk today, man. There's no way around it. I mean, yes, there were some plays that we would have wanted back. I think that like Milano makes an incredible interception over yeah. Josh Jacobs. I don't Stole think that ball. was anyone's fault other than, you know, sometimes our players don't quote make the mistake. Sometimes the other team just outplays you. And yeah. on that that play, it was like to me like a perfect representation of what this game was. We got outplayed at certain positions when it counted most. And by the way, like where is Josh Jacobs? Like I get the Hunter Renfro thing. Like I, people are like, yeah. like what, but is Hunter not getting the targets? Is he being game planned out? I don't think he got a catch until the very end. We saw Michael Mayer get practically a garbage catch. Like you know at the end of the first half, like. Like where are the, where are where are those two guys? But then Josh Jacobs, when he does get the ball, like we don't see that make that first tackle or miss kind of thing that we were seeing for a while. And this seems, and I don't want to make this about Josh entirely and pick on him, but like this is the reason that he didn't get his fifth year option picked up. And for everybody that forgets those middle two years of his four years with the Raiders, yeah, his rookie year was great. Yes, last year was great, but those middle two years were middle. Like it, it, I mean, they were okay, and he was kind of hurting part no, of them. And, and so. And- and you're, you're Murph. You're right. Although I have to, I have to defend him a little bit because please, when when please. you get when you get the ball and there's three defenders on you as soon as you touch the ball, it's kind of hard. Yeah. Now, I, when okay. he has gotten space, now he did do better in the receiving game when he had when he was open in space and and he got the check down, it worked out well. But but I understand they're not running the ball. The offensive line is not doing it. And we're going to talk about that in the next segment. By the way, got to give a shout out to Joel Denning, 1999 Super hey. Chat. He gets he gets a t-shirt and he donates to the One Nation Foundation. So thank you very much for doing that and helping out Murph and the and the team and he'll he'll tell you about Thanks, that Joel. later in the show. Yeah, absolutely. Um but yeah, I mean the Josh Jacobs the running and that's the thing. I mean, you you look at this team and we'll get to the offense in a second here when we take a break. But when you look at the defense, again, young defense, a lot of people going crazy about Tyree Wilson. And I think you and others had to remind, hey, did you remember Khalil Mack, his first four games in the league? His first two games, he had four sacks his first season. His first two games, he had like six tackles, and that was it. So before you start bringing up the Jalen Carter stuff and all this other stuff, let's give the guy time. I'm not saying be happy with the loss. Don't get me wrong. But it is a work in motion. Yes, the defense isn't very good, but you weren't going to fix it. For those of us who picked the team to win six or seven games, that was primarily one of the reasons was because the defense is not ready yet. They have more to do to build it. They addressed some things this year, didn't address linebacker, thought they addressed some of the interior, although I thought one of their good young players, uh, Nesta Silvera, was not active today. I would like to see him in there because nobody else is doing anything. 
give the young guy a shot, right? Yeah, why not? But but that's that's how it's going to go. The defense itself uh, is is a work in progress. I mean, Murph, you can't look at that lineup and think, why aren't we sacking Josh Allen every down? What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah, and I, I, I now that's even with all the lack of production, and, and I, I get Raider fans are frustrated, and we have been oh, for yeah. a very, very long time. Um, but we can't evaluate Tyree Wilson off of two games, man. I, we just, we just can't do it. Like you said, yeah. it, it takes a little while um, for these guys to get going. Uh, Jalen Carter is playing on an elite defense already, like that yes. he got drafted Thank into. You. It's not Thank like you. you know what I mean. Like we're talking about two completely different things. It ain't even the same sport when you look at the way that the Eagles are built. <laughs> And the Raiders are built, let alone apples and apples. It ain't even it's apples and marshmallows, man. It ain't even close to the same thing. So we can't compare those those two players. Um, and and I think that, that when you also look at the consensus, like I mean, Tyree Wilson was was considered a, a first overall pick, first round, a number one overall pick uh, until he had the injury. And listen, like there's no world in coming off the Henry Ruggs incident where the Raiders were going to draft Jalen Carter. It was never going to happen. So Correct. like the further you can just put that out of your mind, like just settle and wrestle and, 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 and rest in that because it was never going to be a thing. So right. it wasn't an opportunity missed by the Raiders or whatever else. And whatever thing, I don't even know what people are saying. Cause again, I haven't been on there, but, um, but whatever <laughs> those things are, like, it's not, an, it's not a, like a, it's not a fair comparison. It's, Correct. it's, it's hyperbole or whatever. You know what I mean? It's anyway, yes. so, all that said, you got to give the young man time. Most players do. That's the bottom line is that most players don't come in and light up the league right away. It's just not, that's not the way that it works. You got to give him time to develop. And oh, yeah, he didn't have training camp. And oh, yeah, he sat out the entirety of the preseason. Like, just give the man some runway and he'll be there. He'll be fine. Right. I think he's right. going to be a great player. I think he's going to be a dominant player, frankly, but he's going to be a dominant player in the first two weeks of his first ever games. I just don't have that expectation at all. I think I that agree. we got to give him some runway. Now, where we can be critical is that I think that, and, and listen, I'm not Mr. Pollyanna and Mr. Like apologized for, you know, the, the coaching staff and the, and the, and the front office, apparently, if you ask the people on the X, um, <laughs> but what I will tell you is this, it looked like, I was uh, starting to believe that the Raiders and their comfort in what they did on personnel on defense was, I felt like they felt they did enough getting the uh, divine Diablo, you know, um, yeah. you know, coached up, bulked up uh, to, to play uh, linebacker, bringing in Spillane, you know, having a guy like Jerry Tillery return, having a guy like, I thought like Bilal Nichols, like I thought they thought they had done enough. So if we're going to be critical, I think out of the first out of the gate here. Now the, mm -hmm. the Raiders had a bad day today. They didn't do great, but the disparity in talent was clear, as you mentioned. You're yes. talking about a old team versus a middle team. So, yes. did the Raiders do enough to address their need for elite talent? Because the bottom line for us as Raider fans, and, and for the Raiders themselves, they got to beat the Chiefs. It ain't about the Buffalo Bills. Yeah, it sucks to lose to the Buffalo Bills, but we got to beat the Chiefs, the elite of the elite, right? Correct. So, do we have enough talent? to be able to compete with them. And as of right now, that answer is no. Like, we exactly. do not have that kind of ability, you know? And we got to win those division games, man, way more than we got to win a, just and, a and Murph, conference. 
And you're absolutely right on this because this is a point I made during the game in chatting with somebody, which was like, listen, um, you're not playing a high school team here. Okay. You're not, the Raiders aren't going. So when you talk about, well, they're not doing this, they're not doing that. Yeah. Because they're better than you in all those spots. (laughs) Now to your point, to your point about did the, did the GM and the front office do enough to address some of the needs? That's a fair question. I don't think we know the answer. If you want to go by today's stand or today's game, the answer is no, but it's a long season and they played a very good team. I think people were looking at them as a little more vulnerable than they were and the Raiders ran into a buzzsaw today. It's the way it goes. Not making excuses for moves that were not made or plays not made. It just is what it is. But but I do think you have to consider that. All right, we're going to step aside really quick for a break. A couple things before we go. One is, remember, we have a, a few shirts left, uh, three shirts left. We're asking for donations for the One Nation Foundation, nonprofit that helps out charity, which Murph is involved with. We'll talk to you. We talk about it on every show. We'll get you the details on it later. But $5 or more Super Chat gets you one of those shirts. We've already given away two. We also, and I keep throwing it down. I'll get it for after the break. We also are giving away a Fisher-Price Little People set. Raiders Little People set. So if you want that, if you have kids or, or you want them. Or you wanted to put them, you know, all these people with their stupid ducks in their Jeeps. Maybe they could put the little Raider people in there instead. I think that Is would be Trey more... Tucker in there, Scott? <laughs> He's about the size, yeah. <laughs> I, I, joke, I joked when, when we showed him on the show before. I joked with Mo. I said, hey, Mo, here's you. So oh. yeah. <laughs> we had fun with that one. But anyway, but we're doing that. It's all for charity. It all goes to the One Nation Foundation. So thank you for those, uh, for Bill Montoya and Joel Denning, who've already donated. They're going to get their choice of any T-shirt from DC4LCustomTees.com and our friend Dan over there. So thank you guys to that. We're going to take a quick break. We'll come back just in a few seconds here on the Silver and Black Today, post-game edition, Raiders 38-10. Uh, they lose up in Buffalo. Don't go anywhere. 